We're going to talk about, as I said before, uh, audibly talk about the visual medium. Yes. Yes, yes, we're talking about film. That means George is here. What's up, George? Not much, not much. Just a little bit wet, but that's all good. A little bit wet? Well, you know, it wouldn't be an orientation with a bit of rain. Yes. Oh, without a bit of rain, yeah, sorry. yeah, some 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 wet patches around the tents and the Les Mills people hassling oh, you. Oh, they'll be like, oh, come on, mate, come and do a boot camp in the rain. <laughs> come on, lift this tire, lift it. Um, so I've got, I went and saw Ladybird and Black Panther. Um, and Ladybird is a coming of coming of age comedy drama film, an American one, written and directed by Greta Gerwig or Gerwig. Um, she did Frances Hay in 2012, and she's also an actress. Um, mm. She m- most recently was in Jackie, uh, 2016. Um, this is starring now. Her name is is, oh, yes. is quite uh, uh, Ronan. Sorrow. You didn't go to pronouncenames.com. My favourite. I did for the Black Panther ones, but. Uh, Laurie um, Metcalf, Tracy Letts, Lucas Hedges, Beanie Fieldstein, and Timothy Charlemet. Um, so this film is set in Sac- Sacramento, California, and focuses on Ladybird, played by Ronan, nearing the end of high school. An exciting time. Oh yes. Uh, she's you know hooking up with guys for the first time and has a turbulent relationship with her mother, um, played by Metcalfs. So yes, uh, who's um, a, you know a, a great kind of uh, character opposite her, uh, and that's where a lot of the tension of the movie comes from. Mm. Um, but as she goes through. You know, I, I think it's probably a, a few, uh, like a year or something that we see. Um, you know, she has, uh, you know, there's a, a boyfriend, um, and then there's a, another a boyfriend, and she's got her, her friend uh, played by maybe Beanie Feldstein. Um, a quick tidbit there. She um, had just been picked up to star in the TV series What We Do in the Shadows, based on the film. All uh, right. Tucker and, uh, oh, what's his face from? Who, who, who has? The best friend in the film. Oh right, yeah. No, and she's she's some good, um, uh, you know, comedic value. I thought she was hilarious. And so they're like, um, you know, they're they're drama kids, but they're like doing this theatre thing because you know everyone like it's that American thing of trying to do extracurricular things to get into unis. Mm. Uh, and Ladybird, she wants to go to the coast, to the east coast, where the where the culture is. Um, and she does not want to go to a community college uh, or anything like that. This is a lovely, lovely little film. Um, you know, it's 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 nothing big uh, or grand. Uh, it's low key. Uh, it's got great writing and acting, uh, especially the dialogue and the the, the playing of, of words and and quick reversals of tone. You know, there'll be moments where there's jokes and laughter and, and uh, sadness. Mm. Um, but yeah, as I said, there's some hilarious moments, and it, you know it's relatable, in, in its bittersweetness. You know, if if we can, for a moment, think back to high school, um, and try and remember. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
my you know my years weren't like that but i can kind of kind of relate to the grunginess and the uh, rebellion uh, i guess coming of age films for me especially could be a bit hit and miss yeah um uh and I, th- I think it's the teenage angst I, it's always very awkward and usually throws me off um not to mention many memories teenage actors are horrible uh children and adult actors are good yeah but teenage th- in the middle oh yeah like the middle actors yeah yeah although ronan um she's not a teenager she's in her early 20s um but i think that's the general problem with coming of age films is people can't stand teenagers trying to act when they're so in real life self-absorbed with themselves <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but I think, yeah, this coming-of-age story works, you know, because of the writing and the actors, but also, I think, because of, of how it locates itself. Uh, first, the setting and, you know, the era. era. Um, it was set... If it was set today, it's set in the early 2000s. Uh, if it was set today, it would have all happened on social media. Yes. All of that, all of the, you know, the rivalries and the friendships and all of that kind of stuff. And that would be a very boring movie. How do you make films about the times? Well, we, we might find out one day. Um, uh, and there's matters of, of class and family and religion in this in this little coming-of-age story as well, not to mention the subtle touch of America uh, immediately after an 9-11 and during mm. the um, invasion of Iraq, which is constantly on the TV. Uh, just subtly, I like things like that. Um, and I think this is a, an era that we'll see see more of so we'll see it grow in the, in the as, as you know films come out because it's the last moments before the the current digital revolution i think mm-hmm. uh and i mean you know coming of age films are at the heart of them meant to be about the loss of innocence and that kind of thing um, there is no innocence anymore really in a way no 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 there's not so yeah i love the there's a grungy aesthetic to this as i said and i love the high school banter of it um i loved the character uh the dad oh yeah he's great he's <laughs> so great. her dad's like this quiet guy who's like you know on the computer and he's like yeah whatever and he's loved, a bit hopeless though eh? yeah i love that oh, I think he was great. <laughs> uh, yeah great great film all around really yeah yeah no i re- recommend it uh and looking forward to to what um gerwig uh will go on to do um, yeah um, spe- talking about um, Beanie Feldstein, who played um, the best friend, mm. um, being um, that she's going to be in that show, um, What We Do in the Shadows. A great <coughs> film, by the way. If you haven't seen that, you must have seen it by now. You're a Kiwi. If you're not, then you're not a good Kiwi. Mm. Um, she's also the sister of Jonah Hill. All right. Yeah, yeah. And the daughter of um, Richard Feldstein, who was a tour accountant for Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> What an awesome story! Back, back in the day, when <laughs> even the tour accountant was like, you know, <laughs> everyone wanted to sleep with him too. <laughs> um, so, Black Panther. This is an American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Uh, this is part of the so-called Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this is the 18th feature uh, in that cinematic universe. Uh, it's been a decade and 18 films later and we have Black Panther which is directed by Ryan Coogler <clears throat> he did Creed in 2015 and Fruitvale Station in 2013 oh, I like Fruitvale Station it was good 
uh, written by Kugler and uh, Joe Robert Cole, who doesn't have many credits. Um, stars Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther alongside Michael B. Jordan, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Dana Guerrilla. Gur- uh, Names with lots of R's I, I can't do. <laughs> this name, Martin Freeman. <clears throat> uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, L- Ita Wright. Winston Duke. Angela Bassett. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. And Andy uh, Schleck. Oh, Circus. Yeah, I always say Schleck, but it's Circus, isn't it? That's my info. Um, Black Panther. Uh, T'ch- T'Challa, I think, is his, his name. Um, returns home as the king of Wakanda, uh, which geographically seems to be located in Rwanda, um, but finds his sovereignty challenged by a long-time adversary in a conflict with global consequences. Uh, we have seen Black Panther before um, in Captain America Civil War. Uh, so this is a story of vengeance uh, and destiny and power. And it doesn't necessarily fall into the Marvel formula of, like, we need to go get some sort of stone. Um, however, it is still kind of powered by this... The whole movie is powered by this godlike uh, resource that can seemingly do everything. Uh, and so Michael B. Jordan's character um, is, is the, the villain uh, and has some, some bad blood with the, with the Black Panther. <clears throat> um, very, you know, very interesting in terms of the, the mix of uh, tribal and uh, technology in, in Wakanda, this fictional country that's uh, isolated from the world, um, which has, you know, technology that <clears throat> was powered by something that fell from the skies. Uh, I really enjoyed the this, this, this kind of uh, ritual politics going on. Uh, so um, the... the uh, the, the throne is, is challenged by this distant pretender, uh, and uh, he lays down, you know, try, uh, a uh, what do they call it? Fight, a, a, a challenge, a challenge, a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like maybe a, another route they could have gone was like um, exploring the world of Wakanda more, because even just visually, you just see it as like CG skyscrapers and a little street. And a lot of the run-of-the-mill sci-fi interiors, but I mean, I wasn't expecting magic because uh, it's a Marvel movie, and I don't really do Marvel movies. Uh, there, there's also a hell of a lot of characters in this movie because it's a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> I guess that you know that's just part of superhero movies. Uh, as I said, I enjoyed the villain played by Michael B. Jordan. Um, he's like raised in America, uh, so he's kind of an outsider, but. Uh, because of his blood, he's an insider as well. Um, but although I don't think we really saw enough of him to kind of understand his motives. He's kind of like a anti-colonial um, radical. It's fun. Um, as Marvel movies go, this movie's two hours um, with lots of fighting, lots and lots of fighting. Uh, you know, the, the computer-generated flying around and the um, I don't know, is it, it, it just kind of gets boring fighting, doesn't it? Especially if it if it, it looks like it's from like the Spider-Man movies of yeah. 2000. Oh yeah, um, octopus guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so much. Um, but uh, you know, I think this might have put a different spin on 
on the Marvel thing, you know, a decade and 18 films later we have Black Panther as I said and, you know, maybe Thor Ragnarok is like up there as well. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the, the, I just, uh, this, this, this movie was really difficult for me because it's, it's like, this one, it's like an event movie where the line between the movie itself and the hype has been very blurred. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the revolution will be a Marvel movie, brothers and sisters. No, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go see it. Uh, there wasn't much comedy either. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of... I, I remember the the Iron Man wittiness one-liners. It was a bit self-serious. But fun, very fun. You enjoyed the film? Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. I thought you were going to say you didn't. Um, all right, go see Lady Bird and Black Panther, mm. in other words. Go see them both, especially Lady Bird. I loved it. Um, but apparently, fr- from from uh, Mr. Marvel himself, um, Mr. Tom Tremuen, mm. who's a huge Marvel Marvel fan, mm. ma- and Marbles. He collects well. Marbles. Yeah, yeah, he collects Marbles. He loves playing Marbles. He's lost his. Um, he, he loved it. He thought it was great. He thinks it might even be the best Marvel film yet. So if you're into m- Marvel... You're into, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, Logan was pretty amazing. Mm. Is that a Marvel movie? Yes. Well, it's about um, Wolverine. Oh, yeah. 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 So there you go. Uh, and I, th- I, well, you know, I thought um, Ragnarok was overcooked, to be honest. Like this one, yeah. Not everything it was um, hyped up to be. Mm. All right. Well, uh, thank you for that, George. Yeah. I th- yeah. Thoroughly um, go see both. I haven't seen Black Panther yet, but I can totally vouch for Lady Bird. Well, these are perfect two movies, like depending on your mood, you know. Mm, mm. If you if, if you want to rem- reminisce about your school days, mm. go to Lady Bird, and if you want if you dream of being a superhero and beating up a lot of people, go to uh, Black Panther. Here's Anderson Pack.